Look at you. We are we are speaking with the one and only uh, David Reedman. Do we say Reedman or Redman? Reedman. See, I knew I got it right. From Pink Cream 69, a band who has been around since 1987, I believe, out of Germany. Uh, North America, we know you just a little bit less, but uh, absolute pleasure to talk to you. I, I love my European bands. I love them all. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great pleasure to be on your show today. I knew it was six o'clock. Well, six o'clock here, of course. Yes. And I've, I've rushed, <laughs> just rushed home to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm in time. I'm terrible with interviews, but uh, we made it and it's, it feels great to be on your show tonight. Yeah. So let's let's quickly talk yeah. about the, uh, the recent announcement that uh, Pink Cream 69 is working on a new album for 2022. Uh, talk to me about the progress of that and and what do you want to say sort of sonically at this point do you do you sort of look back to the classic sound of the band and say let's make another one like that or do you say eh we've been doing this for 30 years we can do whatever we want at this point that, that that's that's a good question uh man. let's let's go to um the 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 record i mean of course like you said we could do whatever we wanted and we have done that from time to time in the past i think with ceremonial we did sort of go that sort of direction mm -hmm. and uh, i still believe it to be a great record but the fact is the the record after that headstrong uh, our last record where we decided you know we made a conscious decision that we're not necessarily going back to the roots but this should be a more focused record a more pink cream 69 record so um, that's, you know, that's where we're going to, we're going to follow the last record. I think, I think it was a, a really good, uh, a solid record. And I think that's, that's where we're going to go. So that means when it comes down to like your other part of the question, when it comes to, you know, songwriting, we, we made like a sort of A, B, C, D, E, F, G list kind of thing, <laughs> A being the song that will probably make the record. And, um, we all write, myself, uh, Alfred Koffler, we got obviously our new uh, guitar, guitar player, Marco. He's brought some new songs into the band. And uh, so we, you know, we'd end up sort of like 25, 30, sometimes more songs, but they're not all going to make the record. And obviously we're looking for a certain style. Like I said, with Ceremonial, we sort of did whatever we wanted to do. We, we, we might have had different styles on a record, but... Uh, I think in the past we've experimented before with with the album Change. When I first joined the band, I'm still the new singer. I don't feel that new anymore. But, <laughs> I know. Um, ah, sometimes I feel quite new. But uh, isn't it funny though? Um, after all these years, you're still the new guy. I was talking to um, uh, James Kotak of the Scorpions once, and he was like, "I've been in the band 14 years, but I'm still the new guy." <laughs> you're you're sort of perennially yeah, yeah, the new guy. It's good and bad. You know, you're always going to be compared to, of course, whoever and obviously Mr. Darius and uh, which which is not a bad thing. If he wouldn't have left the band, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have got the chance, you know, at the end of the day. So it's, it's all good. But um, yeah, coming back. So um, we've changed. We, we'd experimented. We'd obviously gone a different sort of way. But of course, at the time I joined the band, I didn't really know the history of the band fully. And uh, with Electrify, we return probably a bit more to the, the original sound of Pink Cream 69. So that's that's where we're going, basically. The demos are going really well. I think we've more or less, at this point in the game, um, decided on the songs. And the next 
part of the of this year will be will will be recording, which goes quite fast. You know, once obviously the songs are there, it's really just for me personally, lyric writing and just pre-production, really getting ready for to finish the rest of the track. You know. So, so let me ask you two questions here. Uh, first of all, you do have new members that came in in 2020. Is, yeah. is that is that seen as a positive, like wow, they bring in a fresh breath of air, or is it like, oh, okay, you know, now now we got to rebuild the brand again and we got to try again? I've always thought that new members breathe fresh air into a band. Sort of, how do you see it? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, Mr. Ward left, left the band, which was which was a big, big blow, a big, big blow. I mean, he'd been sort of playing with the idea for a long time, off right. and on. You know, we've all, after, I mean, I've been in the band 20 years, we've all had situations where we are a bit unsure, you know, do we, do I really want to do this every time? You know, we, we obviously we're trying to make really good records and, and um, you know, we've had a certain amount of success, but there is, there's a sort of bottleneck in a way of how far you're going to get, you know, with, with the sort of thing you're doing, the certain style. Um, and that gets a bit frustrating sometimes. So I think in a way, we all think about, you know, what we're going to do. do. Do we continue? Obviously, Dennis decided finally it was time for him. He's a busy guy. He's recording a lot. You know, he's doing a, a lot of mastering and production. Mm -hmm. And I think he joined a British band, actually, before the corona, actually. Magnum. I think he, he became a member band. of them. It's funny because, yeah. uh, you know, Troy Lucetta of Tesla literally posted on Facebook that he's stepping down from the band. And I think the pandemic with people staying at home just sort of went... Yeah, I kind of like just being home and, and it sort of changes you, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I'm i sort of like, you know, uh, luckily I've had like four or five gigs uh, recently in Germany. I live in the Netherlands. I'm originally from the UK. So, of course, I've been uh, drifting around the last few years, <laughs> um, which is good. It's been an adventure. Um but um, I finally got, I actually was out on the weekend, another gig. And in, in a way, you're sort of, you're really happy to be out there. And, you know, you're just like the whole getting out there and playing live. And it has been really exciting. And it's really sort of uh, freshened up the whole thing that, you you know, things that you took for granted for many years, actually playing live and meeting up with musicians and not being afraid of, you know, maybe, you know, catching catching the disease. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, that sort of, sort of calmed down a little bit. But on the other side, you do think, you know, I've kind of got used to being at home a lot and, and uh, you know, the normal kind of life because I was busy. I mean, I was traveling a lot. I had obviously yeah. many different projects, many different bands, and I prefer it that way. But, um, you know, I'm sort of back and forth, back and forth. But at the end of the day, being out there is definitely my kind of thing and at the end of the day dennis decided that you know he needed more time for other things and 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 you know he left the band and we then took on um roman who'd been a long time friend of a personal friend of mine and a roadie of pink cream 69 and uh he then did a couple of shows with us pink cream 69 in spain and in the uk which was really good yeah. russia too and that was basically before it all sort of, you know, broke down. broke down. We then lost, unfortunately, Uwe Reitenauer. He'd been in the band for about 10, 15 years. Yeah. We had a great time with him. And the same kind of thing, you know, wanted to move on, do something else. And I, kind of person who just thinks, well, you know, it's a damn shame. But, I, you know, if I'm in that situation where I've had enough and I want to move on, I want to be able to do that. And I, just, I understand it. 
and and you know sometimes having a, a, a breath of fresh air doing something else could mean that you know in, in in a couple of years people might want to return at some point if there's a chance you know so uh, who knows why not uh, and, and i have to say you know i haven't seen a show since march of 2020 and i kind of like not having traffic and <laughs> fighting you know i kind of like just sitting with the dogs anyway but uh let me get back to the. Uh, to, let me get back to the 2022 album. Has has it has it been given a name yet? No, we're we're not we're not far, not far down the line. We're sort of like uh, a band who were always a bit last minute. You could say when it right. came to, when it came to artwork and names and all that kind of stuff. Some bands probably have this massive concept. This is the title. These this is the title of songs. The, the songs have probably not even been written. It's going to be about this or whatever. We, we've never really done that, you know. Gotcha. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes we might have had a title, you know. Quite, quite often with us, it's kind of like, a, you know, you'd sort of have a song that fits, that's got a great title, and that would then become uh, the title of the record, possibly. Elect, that was with uh, Electrified and Change. Headstrong was quite often, quite honestly, something completely different, I guess. I think I came up with, with, with that title. And uh, no, there's By no the way, it was a great more. album. I, I thought that was a fantastic album, Headstrong. Yeah, you know, it was really just, an, uh, for us, really important. We were all really energized on that record. There was a lot of energy, a lot of ma real big input into that record. I wrote songs, Coffle. Dennis was was re really strong on Walls Come Down. Uh, that was one of one of his songs, which is really a, a real return for Pink Frame 69. And um, um, he obviously produced it he spent a long time refining the sound he we we, we quite often record everything with, with like a drum machine we do the drums at the end and he would quite often play the bass at the end before he would actually mix, mix the record and uh just have to say that when i first listened to the the final mixes i was like wow man the, the bass ties so in with the drums it's like he really spent time you know locking in the bass on on this record and uh, he did an absolutely amazing amazing job on that record still really happy about that record after imagine such a long time being ping Prime 69 and still to return with a record like that so well, let me stuff. ask you a, a couple of questions about your productivity a lot of the sort of classic bands bands from the 80s and 70s they don't make albums anymore they've given up uh, other bands like thunder and fm they keep going you keep going but you do it sort of every four years every five years uh between uh yeah. in intensity and ceremonial or six years are you sort of straddling that line between well we're a classic band and the kit the, the fans want to hear the classic hits and well, we still have to be creative and so therefore eh, there's no rush we'll, we'll it'll be when it'll be I think we, we always wanted to, to release every year, you know, right. or every two years, you know, like basically, you know, go on tour for a year, play all the festivals, do the usual thing. That was something that we always wanted to do, but it just never went that way. I mean, everybody else in the beginning it was probably possible because we were a lot more <clears throat> devoted and real, you know, more under 100% for the band. But as time went on and people have to survive and, and do right. other things, obviously Dennis was producing a lot and uh, Costa got more in, involved with management, managing Gotthard and Halloween and stuff like that. Gotthard is, is one of the greatest bands to ever exist. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Uh, Nick Mayer yeah. and, yeah. um, and, um, uh, Leo Leone are, are just a fucking magical. That's all. I'm just going to put yeah, that out there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, I met these guys back in the day, of course, when, when you know, they were sort of uh, 
a bit more of a rock and roll band, you could say. Yeah. You know, obviously things a bit more commercialized uh, these days, you could say. But uh, um, yeah, so, you know, obviously people were busy. I was doing other things. I've always enjoyed doing other things, not only because of fun and being a singer, but also financial reasons, yeah. being involved in other things, you know, many, you know, many situations, many, you know, uh, projects, you know, hopefully brings in from different areas. As a musician, I've always been sort of scratching together, you know, yeah. scratching to, to some kind of living, you know, yeah, you to, know, to, to I, be. I, think, I just, I was going to say, I think sometimes fans forget that there's an economic reality. You go, well, I want an album every year. It's like, yeah, but it costs money and we got to make money. You know, it's not that yeah. easy all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and obviously, obviously the creativity and, and, and to, to have all the, 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 the great songs to make, a, to make a great record every time, you know. And uh, yeah. obviously what's slowed us down, obviously, this time is, and I don't, I don't remember now. I mean, is it like, it's probably about three or four years since, since the last record, but it doesn't seem that way. Obviously, Five years, been like 2017. Oh my god! Yeah, it just seems like yesterday, you know, and and um, you know, um, it's still fresh. It just seems like last week that I was in in, in Dennis's studio recording vocals. You know, it's incredible how how fast it, it's gone. But for me personally, to release a record, obviously, it's going to be next year. Hopefully, things are going to be a little bit better. It's a very slow yeah. process, obviously, what we're going through at the moment. But to me, to release a record at this moment is kind of it's doable. But I just find it a bit of a waste because you drop a record, people like it. It's maybe even gets in the charts. People are really excited, but you cannot tour it. You cannot, you can't really promote it. So it's kind of just kind of kind of gets lost, you know. What the, well, and, maybe, and that goes back to Gothard. They, they released an album uh, in February of 2020, and yeah. to this day, they have not played one show in support of it. Yeah, it's 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 just what it is, you know. I, I think the beginning of last year, um, <clears throat> I think towards the end of last year, I was obviously I'm singing with Voodoo Circle as well. I returned yeah. to Voodoo Circle. Yeah. We released a great record, yeah. great feedback. A friend of mine recently was listening to it in a car on the way to somewhere and said, "Wow, what a record!" And and uh, I was thinking, oh, "I better listen to that record again." I can't really, remember. <laughs> I can't remember what we did, but. It's one of those things. It was greatly received. It was in some kind of charts. It was in Amazon, blah, blah, blah. People loved it, you know. Yeah. Locked and loaded. And all that. Yeah. You know, we, we did, we made videos. It was just, well, sort of like, um, you know, everybody somewhere else videos and <laughs> uh, lockdown videos. And we did it the whole bit. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we couldn't promote it. You know, obviously next year is obviously a, a fresh chance. You know, Alex has already contacted me about new song, new songs. So it's kind of like, oh my god, you know, it's kind of like no problem. But uh, what about the last record? And uh, let's hope that obviously next year when we when when the new record comes out from Pink Frame Sixty Nine, that we're in a slightly different position. But yeah, let's see about that. Well, I, I would think, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but touring for a band like pink cream 69 is a lot more important than putting out a record i mean if you can't go tour these songs yeah then there's just no yeah. point it, it's it's i think you know for honestly you know like obviously it was a time when you made a record and people would want to come and you know listen to the record but play live and it's still there but it, it's the end of the day you know we've been around such, such a long time and we i really appreciate that of course i mean obviously starting something new now is very difficult and uh if we play live it's really just a hits kind of situation obviously you've got so many records you know 
Um, we've obviously playing the, the, the important songs, the hits, you know, obviously you'd play like uh, Walls Come Down, you know, from the last record and maybe two or three songs. And, and, and that's it. That, that, that's what it is, you know. So, um, you know, we could still play next week and we haven't released a new record. It's really no problem. And, right. and uh, we would have played. We would have played, obviously, if there was a festival book for this year. But um, in a way, Germany, Germany's that's the market for us, you know, I think number one. And that's opened up a little bit. But the, the festival, the guy who organized the festival was not ready to take the risk. So basically, he canceled it, unfortunately. So that was that, really. And that's probably what... Uh, that was what uh, that's uh, Vakin, I guess, or... No, 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 that would have been. <laughs> no, that'd, be, that'd be the real one. Uh, but let me ask yeah. you this, in terms of market, because you've been around since the the mid-80s. You joined in the mid-90s. Yeah. The band, the songs are there. You've got radio-friendly hits. You've got rockers. You've got, you, you've got it all. But you don't have the North American market. Where did it go wrong for the band in terms of being a household name in Canada and the United States? And I don't mean to be negative, but... Was it bad management? Was it just wrong time? Grunge had sort of thrown out the rock. Why don't more people know Pink Cream 69 in Montreal, Toronto, Los Angeles? Difficult to say. Really difficult to say. We did actually on the Electrified record, we did finally have an American record company. There was a guy, can't remember his name now really. He did re-release uh, uh, Shame uh, mm-hmm. as, a, as a single at that time. It would have been sort of uh, 98, something like that. And, and he really did push it. <clears> and he did, you know, we, we, there was a certain level of, of movement. And, and it, the funny thing is people say to me, you know, we played obviously the, the Monsters of Rock uh, um, uh, cruise, you know, obviously from yeah. Miami to, to wherever, Caribbean and... Uh, which was absolutely fantastic, but it was sort of like you're on this boat. There's a lot of American people, there's people from everywhere, but obviously a lot of people from from the states who would yep. say to me, "Hey man, you know why why, why doesn't Big Ring sit down and play in the states?" And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it just you know we we're ready, you know, but it's obviously you need obviously to some somebody to bring you bring you over. We did play Prog Power uh, in yep. Atlanta, I think one time. Um, which which was just really fantastic. We I returned with Ruby Circle a few years after, which was just killer, you know. And but for me personally, obviously we've left Miami. We're not in the states anymore. But to me personally, we were playing stateside, you know. But obviously to somebody from from America, it's kind of like yeah, we're not in America anymore, you know. But for me, it was kind of like this is about as, as close as it's going to get for Pink Cream Sixty Nine. We did actually play on the first. On the first uh, cruise, we were at the Magic Casino uh, yeah. on the first night before you get on the boat. So obviously that was in Miami itself. So that was really as close as Pink Cream 69 uh, will get. And that was like 2,000 people. So it was was really successful and, and, and a really great night. But I just think that we, maybe we just missed the boat. You know I mean? Yeah. We just missed, missed the chance somehow, you know, and... Uh, it was always a, 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 a musician's dream or, or a band's dream to, to hit to hit, hit the, the the states, of course. But it is difficult. It's just so far away, and and there are financial uh, costs involved. You know. Yeah. Well, listen. I was talking to uh, Brian Tatler of Diamond Head, and he he came over and did a tour a few years ago. It was crazy. It was like twenty eight shows in thirty days, and I went, "What are you doing?" He says, "You don't understand." 
it's $30,000 before we even have our feet on the ground because we've paid for flights, we've paid for, um, not tax things, but uh, uh, permits or whatever you want to call it. Well, and, permits, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, we're $30,000 in the hole. So we have to play every night to make it up. And I'm just like, Jesus, you're yeah. poor vocalist. I mean, holy crap, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's doable. It's doable. It's doable, it, it's but, doable, but it's, 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 you got to be committed. Um, between Voodoo yeah. Circle and Pink Cream 69, are, are they sort of the two projects that you're, you're just working and, and want to have success? Or, you know, if there's a conflict of interest, you go, oh, I'm the pink, the pink cream guy. I'm not the Voodoo. Like, are you able to split both? Are you happy to split your time between both? Or is one more important to yeah, you than the other? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I was gone from Voodoo Circle for four or five years. They made a right. record in between. I had a new singer and I decided... Well, they made a bad record in between. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, but, um, but your no, voice they, is great. Thank you. Thanks very much. I mean, they, you know, they did what they they, they do best. Course, Obviously, I'm good with Alex now. Of and course. We, 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 you know, we continued and, and we, we made a new record and... and uh, but I've always done a lot of stuff, you know, right. back in the day, um, real quick, real quick. I remember Adrian Smith, uh, I went to an audition for, for his solo record actually at the time, back in the day, it's a long time ago. And, um, I ended up joining Pink Cream 69 in between and coming to Germany and it was an exclusive deal. It was very good money wise, financial. It was really, you know, for me at the time it was like 24 and he actually called me up actually in Germany, he got a number from somewhere and said, look, I can't find anybody else. Do you want the job? And I said, well, you know, I'm exclusive with Sony Music. And, and that was that, really. You know, it was such a shame. Now it would have been great to have done that. It would have been, for my CV, it would have been just just incredible, you know, to have been, been, been a part of the whole thing. But, you know, then you didn't really do it. You know, you were really exclusive. You did a band and you might have, you might have hung out with some other guys on some kind of charity thing, but you didn't necessarily do lots of different things. Whereas these days, it's just normal. You know, it's just, it's unfortunate. But it's just the way it is. And I, I do, I love making records still, you know, I still love being out there. You know, some nights, of course, I've had situations where I'm out with Friday, you know, Friday night with Pink Cream 69. Hello, good evening, we're Pink Cream 69. Saturday, I'm out with Voodoo Circle. Good evening, uh, we're uh, Voodoo <laughs> Circle, yeah. You know, I've we're had Voodoo situations. Cream 69. What, what was that? Oh, well, you know, where are we tonight? And I'm from then, Pink Voodoo. What was that? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it's possible, but you don't do that. You know, you've got to make sure you where are we tonight? Which band is it? Ah, yeah. But I've done a lot of different stuff, and and it's it's for a lot of reasons. I just I'm not saying it's boring, but I just love to do many different things, you know. Yeah. And I also do cover stuff, you know. I mean, it's you know that's how it is, man. I I, I do you know tribute stuff. I mean. I enjoy it. I mean, for me personally, to be able to get up on stage, to sing, enjoy myself, stay in a top hotel, uh, uh, to, to, to get great food, to hang, to, to maybe even go to Spain with other projects and still and get money in my pocket. I'm, I've got the best job in the world. You know, <laughs> what can you I do. tell you, man? You, know? you do. And uh, <laughs> on that, I'm going to have to wrap it up. But I, I love your I love your I love the bands. Love your voice, and uh, hopefully we can Thank get you. more people in North America uh, interested. Because if you look at again, Gothard, Thunder FM, Pink Cream, there's such great music that just needs to get out to a world audience. Just fantastic bands. 
Absolutely. I mean, what about Gotthard? They've obviously played in, in the States or, or in, in Canada, I guess. Gothard hasn't played here... Uh, well, Thunder hasn't played here since like 91, and Gothard hasn't played here since 92, 93. Wow. I, I thought they were doing more. I mean, obviously, Thunder played on the cruise as well. Yeah. Um, which was just fantastic, you know. Uh, Gothard, I guess before the, sh the ship went down, I guess they were, they were concentrating more on, 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 on Europe and probably Japan and stuff like that. Um, luckily, I actually also sing with a band, I have to mention this, I also sing with a band called Tank. Yeah, and the tank have got a big, a big history. And before it all went down, we were in Aust Australia and Japan actually just before, like the year before, which was uh, really incredible. Luckily, thank God, you know, we we'd done the cruise, we'd done these two situations with with tank, and I had the chance to do this massive travel. You know, obviously now it's not possible to go to Australia, but uh, yeah, let's hope it would be fun. You, you can't even you can't even come to Canada at this point. It's 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 ridiculous. But yeah, let's I don't hope. know. And uh, twenty twenty two new album. And uh, by the way, great yeah. title. Just call it Mitch. It's a great title. It's a great title. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, I'll ask the manager. <laughs> yeah, ask the manager. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Cheers. Have a good day. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, uh, talking. And uh, speak to you soon. Take yes, care, sir. man. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye now. Cheers.